Yo, this hot, this the spot, there it is, pod.com. We're interviewing the best comedians, so tune in quick and get your ears receiving them. We're talking about life and life to stream right to you from the microphone right to your home, dude. Side note, this might get embarrassing, but no, don't sweat, yo, because there it is. Welcome to the There It Is podcast, a comedy podcast to help you find your inspiration. I'm your host, Jason Farr. Let's do this. Thanks so much for being here, listening to another episode. We've got a fun one today. It is with the Of The Show fellas, and we are talking all that pop about the Emmy nominations, which were announced last week by Yvette Nicole Brown. She was the announcer this year, which was very cool because she's great. First, before we get into the episode, we have a Patreon, if you don't know. And we added, or changed, I guess, the top tier there. If your improv team would like for me to coach you, you can have that happen through Patreon. So check that out. Also, if you just want to support us, you can do that through PayPal. We have that set up. There it is, pod.com support section. Check it out. Okay, well, let's just get right to today's episode, because as you can see, it's a longer one, because we nerd out when we get together. Let's get right to it. Here's my chat with the Of The Show fellas. Of The Show fellas, we are here to talk all that pop about the Emmys. We are pop talking it. Uh, And we are joined by best friend of the show, Rob. Pop, pop. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and brother of the show, Trey. Saul Goodman. <laughs> good uh, good reference, because we are starting with the drama category. So what we're going to do, audience, is just uh, share our thoughts on the Emmy nominations that came out the other day. Uh, we'll go quickly through them. We'll just kind of say, like, oh, I didn't expect this person to get nominated, or I hope this person yeah. wins, and then we'll move on. We won't really get down too much in the nitty gritty because when the Emmys come, we're going to talk a little bit more at length about what goes down at the Emmys. Uh, So we're going to start here with outstanding supporting actor in a drama series. And this uh, is where I have thoughts. (laughs) This is where Rob has thoughts. So this is a supporting actor and there are four people from succession in it. And when you see the later categories and how many people nominated in uh, the, the lead actor category, you're going to be like, well, damn, uh, a lot of people from that show. Also, a lot of people from White Lotus it's were four nominated. And four, bro. It's four actors from White Lotus, four, four, actors, four actors from, from White Lotus, from, from, from including uh, the canceled F. Murray Abraham, which was interesting. Did he get canceled? I hadn't heard that. He got fired from something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of some kind of uh, like inappropriate jokes or whatever. I don't know. He says it was a joke, but then someone else says it's not. Uh, So, whatever. He got, (laughs) he's dealing with that, but he just got nominated. So, I guess it won't really affect his career. This category, kind of hard to say who's good. I personally think it's going to be Matthew McFadden. But it's it's fashion. Oh, it is. Okay, I know. Yeah, I know. I I used to think it was McFadden too. It's McFadden. 
Okay, I've never heard it said. Okay, cool. I'm glad yeah. Nicholas Braun. I, as a fan of Succession, I was glad to see uh, people get nominated. Greg got nominated. That's great. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Matthew McFadden. Um, <laughs> McFadden is going to win it. I think. Yeah. I have. Uh, where do you have your thoughts? Oh, one Will Sharp. No man. No. 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 I did not enjoy Will Sharp at all on okay. on White Lotus. Mm-hmm. Um. I thought he was a stick in the mud. I just, I was like, why is Aubrey Plaza married to him? It just didn't make sense. Like, um, I just, it, yeah, he, he just, I don't know. I'd never seen him anything before. I think he's a British dude. Um, but, he uh, but he, yeah. So maybe it's all the British guy doing the American accent thing, but mm. I, yeah. But also when you think about like, if they had somebody to nominate, I would have easily, maybe he didn't have the screen time this last season, but Michael Mando, like, how do you miss out on him mm-hmm. or like, you know what I mean? Like this, you know, like some of the Saul, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like, I just think that that was way better in two episodes was way better performance than whatever, you know, Will Sharp was doing. <laughs> uh, what's his name? Michael Mando. Michael Mando. Mando. Yeah. Uh yeah. yeah, he doesn't nacho. have yeah, nacho. N- nacho on the show. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah it doesn't look like he has a nomination and... at all, even for like guest actor, which we're not gonna cover, but still. Oh, is that because technically was... in, yeah, I guess right. I could see that. But well, I, mean, that's I, too bad. I mean in like Well, he was still credited as a regular in those episodes, yeah. right? At least in part yeah. to, to mm. protect the spoiler. Yeah. Ah, ah, okay. I've and never seen White Lotus. <laughs> I don't think. Okay. Yeah. Like from White Lotus, I would have nominated uh, maybe Ephraim Abraham and probably Theo James. Okay. Um, I really like Theo. Is really good. Um, mm-hmm. um, Not Michael Imperioli. No, I don't think Michael. I mean, if he was good. I don't know. But if I had to choose between him or Ephraim Abraham, not didn't know he was canceled. Sorry, I'm promoting it. But he was really great. <laughs> <laughs> he was really great. <laughs> He was really great on the show. And is there anyone from another show that you would have nominated instead? Well, Michael's one of them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but I guess that's guest. Um, or I would have done. I mean, I also would have done uh, Carlos. I can't hear. Esposito. Giancarlo. Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, I thought he was amazing this whole season of Better mm-hmm. Call Saul. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of people I would have nominated. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> from that's that cool. show. Trey, then, any opinions? So I haven't yet watched Succession or The White Lotus, so okay. I can't speak to who was nominated. But I'm with mm-hmm. Rob on my... I didn't even think of Michael Mando because how early in the season he... Mm. Spoiler. Um, left the show. <laughs> he left the show. <laughs> um, he had creative I, differences I, and left the show. Yeah. yeah, but I, 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 I agree with him. I agree with Giancarlo Esposito. Um, I was wondering, I was kind of thinking back just because it's been a little bit longer since Better Call Saul ended than some of these others. Yeah, I was trying to think of um, Jonathan Banks, if I would have nominated him, yeah. but maybe not off of this season. Maybe not. I, I'd have to think back to it. I but. don't know. It's not as good as like the season with the Germans. I feel like that yeah. was one, um, that was probably his best. Besides, for whatever Frankie reason, Bad, it yeah. seems like Better Call Saul doesn't get the love of some of these other shows, no. and it's no, it is a little frustrating. Because yeah. it, it would yeah. be nice if uh, Patrick Fabian could have been nominated. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, that's another one. But, yeah, I just don't but, and like yeah, and like the whole. <laughs> is no one from Succession that would have taken off? 
I like I've I, I could take off Greg. I love I love I, Nicholas I, I, If I was gonna take someone off of that list, it would be Alan Ruck before it was Nicholas I would Braun. take off no, I would take off Alan Ruck too. I mean <laughs> But I, w- I think I think yeah. Nicholas Braun does well enough to deserve a nomination. I don't know. I, I, love, also, Greg. Also, I love because, Greg. No, I love Gre- no, <laughs> Greg. No Greg Greg and Tom are my two favorite pair on the show, oh, but so I wish good. they had their own spinoff show. Mm-hmm. But um but the thing about Greg is Greg is in a comedy and he's so I don't see like the emotionalness mm. of his character. Like, I mean, this there's times when he's nervous and scared or like maybe he messed up and there, and there may be a little bit. I think bit he's of supposed to be more static. I think he's, he's I think more that's... static and comedic. And that's why it's like, I, I love Greg, Greg mm-hmm. again, Greg and Tom are my mm-hmm. two favorite on the show. But, but like, how does he get nominated over Giancarlo? Over somebody who does yeah. a, a performance um, so yeah, that, like that, or yeah. Patrick Fabian. That's yeah, fair. It, I'm still gonna give it. I would still give it to him and just take. Yeah, it out and also uh, Scarsgard too. I wouldn't have given it to. Like yeah, I, he was fine for me, was but fine. I wasn't like this. Is he amazing. wasn't like he didn't like he yeah. like he was good. Like the scene with the brothers on the mountain was pretty good. Yeah, but goes, not because of him as much. No, it's because, it's because of, of Kieran Culkin. Kieran Culkin. Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah, let's uh, yeah, let's yeah. go to the next category. But Sorry, yeah, we've yeah. got thoughts. I told you there. I had thoughts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so also supporting actress in a drama series. Only you know what we're gonna say. Yeah. So I've I've only watched Succession and Better Call Saul, and um, but I do love uh, Elizabeth Debicki. Uh, Debicki. I don't know how mm-hmm. she pronounces it. Um, I think you're right. The first actress. Debicki. Yeah. Um. And Jennifer Coolidge. Um. Is I think it's gonna be. It could be her. It could be Aubrey Plaza. Just because of how much attention that show has gotten. Yeah, um, I know. I could also Seahorn see, would be my dark horse. I she would be the one. Obviously, we, we think she's the best actress. But um, who did you, <laughs> I, I didn't hear the name you said. Did you say Maria? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, for better call yeah. Saul. Yeah. Yeah. We I, knew I, we both. That's your yeah. pick. I know. Trey. Yeah. 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 I, th- I think she pronounces it Ray. Yeah. Oh, oh it, yeah, it's Rhea. Is it Rhea? I thought it was Rhea. I heard that different than Rhea a, Perlman. I'm talking. I'm talking. Saul. She was a guest years ago, and Chris Hardwick pronounced it Ray. And I've heard. Oh, other people well, he would. Say he Ray, would. He would pronounce like R A Y. Yeah. R A Y. So yeah, no, so, Rhea, but it's Rhea Seahorn, right? No, just R A Y. So it's Ray Seahorn. Just Ray interesting. Huh. Her and Rhea Perlman are going to have to battle it out. <laughs> and Raya the Last Dragon. Yeah. Um, I think Jay Smith Cameron could also she'll probably have a, have I would if I were to bet, shot. I would say she's gonna win. If it's not yeah. well, if it's not Jennifer Coolidge. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I think it's gonna be Coolidge because I'm surprised she's not nominated they love for the lead Co- actress. I think she got it before too. Yeah, she I believe she did. Her first she, season she won one. something else. Yeah, I um, you know, yeah. yeah. Uh I yeah, really for the White Lotus, though, the only I like Aubrey Plaza. Obviously, I love her because of, you know, Park and Rec. But mm-hmm. I thought she was okay again. I think she was, that's probably the best usage ever I've seen outside of Parks and Rec. But mm-hmm. um, uh, Megan, um, I think it's Fahey. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, she's actually, so basically she's Theo James's wife. And I would want both of them to be nominated mm-hmm. based off of their performances. They were amazing. Mm-hmm. And she was really good. Of all the, and way I thought she was way better than Jennifer Coolidge too. I think Jennifer Coolidge was kind of one note because she did the same thing the second season. Um, it was a dramatic ending what happened on the last episode, but 
with mm-hmm. her, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like I, of, of all the actresses in the show, she, M- Megan was the one that kind of stuck with me. Oh, interesting. I yeah. just haven't heard people talk about her as much. So it makes me That's think surprising. She I thought, have she, a yeah, she had the, some of the better monologues. Yeah. I felt. Yeah. So yeah, fair enough. Um, yeah. but you know, all, all great performances. Yeah. They're all, I mean, yeah. Uh, I, like again, again, I, I haven't seen the white Lotus. I am pulling for Ray Seahorn. Um, yeah. And yeah. I imagine yes. Trey is as well. Yeah, <laughs> that's a, that's your three for three. <laughs> we all want yeah. her to win. Yeah. Yeah. Um, outstanding lead actor in a drama series. Uh, <laughs> we've got three from Succession, which is why I made that comment earlier. Um, and also, and so that's Brian Cox, Kieran Culkin, and Jeremy Strong. Jeff Bridges is nominated for The Old Man. Probably won't win. No one talks about it. Bob, good show, though. I think I've heard of it. It's yeah, good. I've heard of it, but it's on. It's FX on. Hulu. No one talks about it. Oh, okay. Bob Odenkirk got nominated for Better Call Saul, and Pedro Pascal got nominated for The Last of Us, not The Mandalorian. Um, <laughs> so I think that this one, it's 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 going to go to someone from Succession. I don't know. Unless who. the Succession people pick each other off. Yeah, I think that's that's a possibility. Yeah. In a just world, it would be Kieran Culkin, but I feel like it'll be. Jeremy Strong. It's no dig on Jeremy Strong. I just mm-hmm. feel like Kieran Culkin of all of them. He just he like he had such the, an amazing performance. It was yeah. a really good. But so was Jeremy him. Strong's. Honestly, he I was mean, good. like I, I can't really <laughs> say he's got the best meme now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Like everyone loves him online. Um, yeah. But among voters, they're probably gonna just think. Well, yeah, both were really they good. Might more, I mean, yeah. They might take Cox, too. I mean, they might say, you know. There's something give... a little more exciting, though, about Culkin in that Way world. More. Like, you know, so like for people, it seems. So I just think he's the lead. Um, Dark he Horse. He was about to host SNL again before yeah. the strike. Yeah, before the strike. You got to um, listen to, uh, uh, go watch it. If you want to watch some Kieran Culkin content, watch his Hot Ones. It was pretty good. Oh, I haven't seen. Okay, I have to check. I it liked out. him on Hot Ones. He was really good. Okay. Yeah, and he talks about how I think he says like the most competitive person he knows in his life is Michael Sarah. <laughs> he talks about that. Yeah, they're really good friends. Because of because of Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I love yeah. Bob Odenkirk, um, yeah. but he just doesn't have a chance against Succession. It's like no, you know, and same with I mean Pedro Pascal was great. I mean, I liked yeah. a lot, a lot yeah. Last of Us a lot, um, but. And he's highly memeable human being. And so like mm-hmm, I could mm-hmm. see a little bit of love for him, but it just feels like I think the, the way, I think the I voters think are gonna go, gonna go succession. succession. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, uh, I agree. Yeah. If you take who you think's gonna win out of it, who do you think who who do you think should win? I think Karen Culkin should win. I think Karen wow. I think Karen or Jeremy Strong, I'm really torn on those two. So I would have to take yeah. them both out. And so say, even in your then heart, I give it to them over Bob. It's not that Bob wasn't yeah. great this season, and I thought he was. It's just <laughs> yeah. that, like, for me, yeah. it's like the totality of the show. Not so it's not necessarily like his performance really knocked it out of the park for me this like this season, or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but like Kieran was like obvious. Like I think that's the thing. It's like it's, you look, yeah, it's, yeah. It's hard to say when like you know, it's hard to talk about it 
uh, without spoiling something, but um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, I think, yeah, I do think it's gonna be them over Odin Kirk, but I love Odin Kirk, I love so Odin Kirk. I mean, my, again, he'd be my third, yeah. he would be my yeah. third if they did a ranked voting and I got a vote, then he'd be my third choice, yeah. I would probably actually, <laughs> like, I probably like a, would go Colkin first, Odin Kirk, and then Strong third, mm, probably interesting, interesting, yeah, right. and I love I Jeremy if, Strong. I wonder if knowing that this was the season that Odin Kirk had his heart attack will change the voting. At all. Uh, I feel like I feel like <laughs> unfortunately no. I don't think I think Succession's just got too much weight behind it. Mm-hmm. It's just it's yeah. Unless and like yeah, it, unless, unless be... it just pillages it somehow pillages itself so much and yeah. then you get But even then yeah. I think there I think people are going to have the same conversation we're having cuz it's not going to be like a third of the voters for yeah. like succession mm-hmm. saying Brian Cox. Like that's not gonna be it. Yeah. It's gonna be between Jeremy and Kieran. Yeah. Let's move on. Outstanding lead actress in a drama series. We got uh Sharon Horgan for Bad Sisters, Melanie Linsky for Yellow Jackets, Elizabeth Moss for The Handmaid's Tale, Bella Ramsey for The Last of Us, Carrie Russell for Diplomat, and Sarah Snook for Succession. And you know, I won't say this one's anyone's, but like I would imagine it's going to be Sarah Snook, but it, it could be somebody else. <laughs> like I, I feel like um, you know Elizabeth Moss has a lot of history behind her. Yeah, I haven't heard anybody talk about that season. Not um, the uh, no, <laughs> I didn't either. So yeah, I just I hear people talking Sarah Snook. I don't yeah. really hear the others. Yeah, mentioned Bella Ramsey. Be, you know, yeah. Bella Ramsey could because she's so young and stuff. I don't yeah. think the voters are gonna, you know, if this if this was yeah. the MTV awards or something, then yeah, yeah. it'd be Bella Ramsey. <laughs> Can I just say though, like, I just I just just like Carrie Russell and I re- recommend watching The Diplomat and it's really good. And um Carrie Russell is just the finest of wines. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to bring back her felicity hair. First season or nothing. No man. She's oh yeah. Well, you got yeah. You were curly <laughs> yeah, I, hair reminds you of your sister. Sister. So, so I don't like curly hair. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty. Outstanding drama series. We got Andor, Better Call Saul, The Crown, House of the Dragon, The Last of Us, Succession, The White Lotus, and Yellow Jackets. Hey, love for some Andor, uh, some yeah. stuff. Uh, cool that they got on there. Better Call Saul obviously was going to get nominated. The winner will be Succession. Yeah. Without <laughs> effing no. question. No, there's, there's no way. It doesn't <laughs> like, happen. There's, there's no, no chance for any no of chance. those other shows. No chance. Except for the White Lotus. White Lotus is the only one I could see come close. Yeah, I could see That's that. That's the but only the way, one I could see come close. But yeah. no, Better, better Call Saul. The way people talked chance. about Succession yeah. this season, the way it gripped, it was the center of the zeitgeist for television drama. The show that's gonna it's, win it's, it's just gonna it's gonna win it's gonna win it's gonna i'm win. sorry trey but last last year was the year that we kind of all thought that better call saw got a little screwed right yes we agree yeah that's so that i'm wondering been... if that'll play into voting no. this year no no <laughs> no no, no. Nah, it's no. not like mvp voting in basketball where people are like <laughs> jokic yeah. got it two years in a row and he never went to a finals listen <laughs> we can't get it three years in a row we like it's we... People don't skip, do that. The skip, Emmys, unfortunately. Skip. Oh, I I don't mean the 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 uh, 
so-and-so won too many times in a row just the so-and-so got screwed last year because yeah no does or it's or it's like uh you know it, Mike, uh, well, maybe it's more maybe it's more Steve Academy Carell Awards still that I'm won. yeah well yeah because you're thinking of Academy. you're thinking of like yeah you're thinking of like Pacino winning for Sin of a Woman because he's right, a yeah. godfather and that kind of right. stuff because yeah. I think if the or Emmys historically did do that which the Oscars historically does do that but I think if the Emmys did then Steve Carell would have won his last season on The Office and he didn't that's he, true. He should have had a couple of those. <laughs> yeah, there are two or three years he should have had it. Yeah. He did. That was one of the more bizarre situations in Emmy history, actually, yeah. was that he never won. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, look, we loved Better Call Saul, but I, 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 another reason, when it comes to what people are talking about, I, you know, we were loving Better Call Saul, but yeah. it was kind of like the kid in the back of the classroom who's doing great stuff and not getting enough attention for it mm -hmm. you know yeah. like it was so weird but but everyone was talking about the last of us and succession yeah, yeah. And, and the, white the critics and the white loved Lotus. all the critics have always loved better call Saul. oh gosh yeah. Press, yeah it's not it's yeah you're right about the their level of talk and it, not it, ever being it, it's hard because like better call Saul never had the the zeitgeist of like um you know like What's going to happen in the last episode of Breaking Bad? Like, no yeah. one was like, what's going to happen? You know, it's like, we yeah. wanted to know. We're so invested in the characters. Mm -hmm. But it didn't have, like, that narrative just, propulsion yeah. that Breaking Bad had. So I don't think mm -hmm. it caught Which it on. it should have. Because it's, there were enough characters who we didn't know but there, where but it they was, were in Breaking Bad. That, yeah. That we, I know. We, but I, know. but it, yeah. And I agree. But it's still, it's like, I don't think it caught on. Yeah, I just it didn't. Don't, and, not yeah, the way, and it wasn't. Breaking Bad and, did. Yeah, and it's also, I mean, like, it, you know, when Breaking Bad was ending, we didn't have the same type of streaming options. So you right. had to kind of watch it on Sunday night. Mm -hmm. And so th th that's where they kind of had a little more control versus, like, Better Call Saul, people watch it in such a different way now. Yeah. It just, it, but, but Succession, you have to watch on Sunday people, night. People, yeah, that's a fair you point. You have to watch Succession on Sunday because night. Because it, it does kind of make people pay attention to the same thing at the same time yeah which galvanized mm -hmm. people yep but i would say out of this lineup of shows the one that like the talk around it that was like breaking bad is succession that's mm -hmm. the one that is talked about the way people yeah. talked about breaking bad and so yeah Breaking I mean, Bad also had the thing where it not that many people were watching in the beginning, but all of a sudden people caught up on streaming. Yep, just in time for the final season. It did. So it was like, like everybody. Perfect. I yeah. felt. I don't know if I told you. Like I felt out on Breaking Bad. I don't know why. It was just like I watched the first season. I loved it. And I start. You know, the second season started, and I don't know why. I just got like a little burnt out. So I fell off, and then I streamed back. I went back and streamed it. And got caught up in the third season, and mm -hmm. you know, so I think there, yeah, I think the the streaming aspect of Breaking Bad did make it to where then what by the time you got to Gus, it was so propulsive. So mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. and with Better yeah. Call Saul, I do think in terms of zeitgeist, um, I think that it was harmed by the fact that so many people for some reason thought it was going to be a comedy in the beginning. Yeah, and so many people expected it to be about Saul. And mm -hmm. not his evolution from Jimmy. And so a lot of people like he had huge ratings in the first few episodes. And then when they realized that it was about Jimmy and not about Saul doing wacky stuff and a bunch of people jumped ship. Mm. And yeah. so it was like whoever stayed with it were the ones who 
are like us. We're like, oh man, I got to know what's happening next. Yeah. 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 And I think, you know, and it's, it's also, it's like what Ray Yes, it's Ray. We're going to go with Ray. It's very, I'm um, Gracie or like, she's just, it's like, it's such a subtle thing, how she would act and like how she would show her nervousness and just her confidence. And just mm-hmm. like, her performance was so nuanced, but you had to see it over time too. It wasn't, it wasn't Jesse Pinkman, <laughs> you know, it's not right. the top. And so it's, it just doesn't capture you like Aaron Paul did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> Magnets, bitch. <laughs> so I'm just, yeah. So it just doesn't. So like, I could see like the average person, like looking at her and being like, oh, she's boring, you know? Mm-hmm. And then it, cause he didn't bother to watch through and see she's amazing. Like she's the best amazing. part of the show. She's so great in the yeah. show. And I, I don't want the fact that it just had the, un- the misfortune of being on at the same time as succession to uh be make people overlook how here i always think about this it's like if it sucks it's like think about this forrest gump pulp fiction and shawshank redemption (laughs) nominated for the oscars Oscars. best picture the same year same yeah now you want to you want to run that tomorrow most people like us would probably say pulp fiction but if you think if you ask probably america they would say Shawshank Redemption, you know? At this so, point, I mean, yeah. because there are better Quentin Tarantino movies in Pulp Fiction and people, uh, and, and that's a great movie, but still. And there are, um, a, there's a there's a large portion of the movie-going audience that turned on Forrest Gump. And, they did. Oh, God, they did. And people oh, are not, the, the, people don't look back on that movie as fondly. Some people don't look back on that movie as fondly as the conversation was around it at the time. And yeah. um, Shawshank Redemption is a timeless classic. It just <laughs> so, is. Yeah. I literally watched it the other night. I, wa- I was, I yeah. was staying on Monday, last Monday. I was in a hotel and I was like streaming. I was like thinking about watching something. And I was like, I, I needed it. I'm, I'm taking the bear slowly. So I was, I was like, I'm not going to watch another episode of the we bear tonight. <laughs> and so I just started watching Shawshank. I was like, I'm going to fall asleep. And of course I made it almost to, um, I, I was like maybe 20 minutes before, you know, what happened. If, if you don't know that he escapes at this point, it came out in 1994. Before There's so the, many people who referenced the yeah, way that they escaped. escaped. It's like, bits. It's like yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not going to worry about spoiling the Shawshank Redemption. Right. <laughs> uh, well, let's move on. Next category. Uh, well, actually, uh, we're not going to talk about this category. I'm just going to mention that Chris Rock's stand-up special, Selective Outrage, was nominated for Outstanding Variety Special. And it's the only one that was because it's the live, um, the live oh, category of outstanding right. variety special, and first time ever that a stand-up special was nominated in the in this category because it's the first time a stand-up special streamed live the way the Oscars, which also was nominated, or the Tonys, which also was nominated, stream so or, or air. Uh, and so that's cool that that happened, but there, uh, John Mulaney's baby J special Trevor Noah's, I wish you would Wanda Sykes. I'm an entertainer. All those specials nominated in the outstanding variety special pre-recorded Lizzo, Norman Lear, Carol Burnett also nominated. So all comedies except for Lizzo's and I'm sure she was still funny. But Norman Lear's 100 Years of Music and Laughter and Carol Burnett's 90 Years of Laughter plus Love. Uh, also comedy. Situation. Plus she ratted out Jimmy. 
<laughs> um, she should have been numb. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't. She didn't get guest nom for that. Uh, maybe she did. And I just don't I didn't look at the guest nom. I'm ones. looking at a different list, yeah. but uh, yeah. I didn't look at the. I didn't clock those. All right, uh, outstanding talk series nominated: The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Jimmy Kimmel Live, Late Night with Seth Meyers, The Late Show with Stephen Colbert, and The Problem with John Stewart. Correct. These are the correct shows to be nominated for outstanding talk series. But Jason, how can you leave off last week tonight? Well, it is more accurately put in the outstanding scripted variety series category because it is not a talk show. It is nominated for the first time against a black lady sketch show and Saturday Night Live. And while I understand it does have more of the approach that uh, the late night shows have, it ends at the desk piece. It's like all desk piece. At least yeah, Daily Show has them interview somebody. John Oliver is not interviewing anybody. I don't know if he's ever talked to anybody. I can't think of a time he did. I can't did think of a that, time he did. You know, so it's not, and he certainly didn't this previous season. Yeah. So um, to to go back to the talk show category, I'm, you know, I love Fallon, but uh, I get why he wouldn't be nominated when these five were. And mm-hmm. uh, like maybe you could put him on the same him and Kimmel. I could swap them out. Maybe um, I do want to point out that when uh, I don't know if it was within the time frame that they were pulling from for this Emmy season, but when Jimmy Kimmel and Jimmy Fallon did the April Fool's Day joke and swapped places, swapped shows. Oh, yeah. Where Jimmy Fallon went out, went out to Jimmy Fallon went out to L.A. to host Jimmy Kimmel Live, and they didn't. They surprised the audience with that, and then Jimmy Kimmel went to Thirty Rock and, and surprised the audience there. And they were introduced by their counterparts' name, not their own. So it was just a big surprise when they, when they walked out. And I gotta yeah. say, Jimmy Kimmel, when he walks out, the audience is like, "Oh." Okay, and they're just like kind of clapping, <laughs> like, "Yeah, um, what's going on?" <laughs> and when Jimmy Fallon walked out on Jimmy Kimmel Live, they gave him a standing ovation for a minute or so. That's awesome. <laughs> and, and also, I should point out, this is just how famous Jimmy Fallon is, and how beloved Jimmy Fallon is, and why uh, the ratings don't really tell the whole picture, or one of the reasons why yeah. they don't tell the whole picture. When he showed up as the last person in the James Corden send-off where all of the late-night hosts came to his bedroom while he was sleeping to talk. Yeah. It started with Kimmel, and he got a little applause. Yeah, nice. The audience recognizing him, happy that he was there. Then Seth Meyers comes out, and there was applause, like a little bit louder applause, (laughs) and happy that he was in the sketch. Then Colbert comes out, bigger applause. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they at some point cut to David Letterman, and but he's not, he clearly recorded it separate from them. He's not standing next to them. Uh, and there's like a, like a, you know, oh yes, the king, you know. Then Jimmy Fallon comes out, the biggest applause. Yeah. The biggest applause out of any of them over Kimmel, over Colbert, who's number one yeah. in late night. And 
uh, also it was a CBS show. You know, <laughs> that, that, mm-hmm. that this the studio audience watching the clip went nuts. Like that's how big Fallon is. Yeah, and I guess being big like that is the I don't want to say consolation, but I sort of I feel it's sort of like when Leno didn't win or didn't get nominated. It's like, yeah, you're super famous, though. <laughs> I gotta, also, I you're know. fucking wealthy. So, <laughs> right. So it's like, maybe, maybe that's the trade off, right? Like, if you are uh, uh, every man enough that a bunch of people are going to see you as a big deal, you mm-hmm. don't necessarily get the voting. Uh, the vote. Yeah. Yeah, the, 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 the audience on your rival shows give you more applause <laughs> yeah than yeah. they give the actual host <laughs> right so it's like okay i don't know yeah. what <laughs> there's something weird happening with the voting um mm-hmm. i don't know which of those is gonna win i am glad that uh bill maher didn't get nominated because i don't i i'm always like that show's not as good <laughs> to keep giving it emmy it's nominations so i'm funny. i'm glad yeah it's not okay oh, <laughs> um i'm glad it was these five i don't know who's gonna win um maybe no, I, I don't have I would, apple plus so i so i haven't watched i would yeah if i were to guess it was probably gonna be the problem yeah, it's, See, yeah it was, it, that was the most serious of the show yeah it is but, you know i mean he had that really great interview with the guy from oklahoma where he mm-hmm. like yeah i mean it's i don't know but i don't know if that's probably not con- consideration that might not be um but. i don't know but it would certainly play into how they feel about the show and yeah. play into the voters. Mind, yeah. So, I know. mean, I could see, I could see that being his Stewart's just so beloved. And the fact that he's mm-hmm. got a show again, it's, mm-hmm. I think people are pretty happy about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm basing this off of also the algorithm of life will show me clips from that show quite a bit. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah. I will say that yeah. articles I saw when it was relatively new suggested that, the formula for this show wasn't quite right or something was off. Mm. Do they smooth that out or is it, or were, I think were it's the okay. writers kind of, no, I think it's okay. I don't, I don't know. It doesn't, it's not, it doesn't have the slickness of the daily show when he was on there. Um, but he's just had really good content with interviews Yeah, and he's had some interviews that go really viral. So mm-hmm. that's why I feel like if it's, if there's a recency bias in the voting, I could see it going to John. Yeah. That yeah. makes sense. That makes yeah. sense. I love, Late night with Seth Myers. I'm so yeah. glad that they got nominated for talk series and not just for writing. And I love I love Kimmel. I mean, I've always loved Kimmel. It'd be fun to see him win one time. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, like I Kimmel. Actually like I, show. I, yeah. I like him. I it's it's was never one of my favorites. And yeah, he's some, he's somebody with, that really grown disliked. on me over the years. He's grown on yeah. me over the years. So he's very like, funny. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually I'm looking at the list on TV line site and I just realized they have a typo. It says late night worth. Seth Myers, W I R T H. That would actually be funny if they changed it to late night worth mix. <laughs> you know, I the list that I was looking at said this was all the nominations, but it did not include the uh writing nominations. So hey, mm. Entertainment Weekly, you lied. It wasn't uh every so I'm actually wondering last time. Entertainment <laughs> Weekly said writing's not a real category. Yeah. <laughs> if you've ever read it, you'd believe it. Yeah. 
Let's move <laughs> on to the next category, Outstanding Scripted Variety Series. So Saturday Night Live has been going up against Black Lady Sketch Show and winning every year. Uh, but with last week tonight going up against them, it's going to be uh, a <laughs> dead heat, I think. Yeah. Uh, it's probably going to be last week tonight, but we'll see. I mean, it's like two juggernauts going up against each other to a certain degree because they've, they've been the two big winners the last several years. We will see. All right, let's move on to guest actress in a comedy series. Uh, we got Becky Ann Baker for Ted Lasso, Quinta Brunson for Saturday Night Live, Taraji P. Henson for Abbott Elementary, Judith Light for Poker Face, Sarah Niles for Ted Lasso, and Harriet Walter for Ted Lasso. A lot of Ted Lasso love there, but uh, I, I'm pulling for Quinta Brunson. Um, she was uh, very, yeah, her very SNL good. Was SNL was great. Yeah. Her, she was solid. Solid. She was solid. That's all rack. Outstanding guest actor in a comedy series, John Bernthal for The Bear, Luke Kirby for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Nathan Lane, Only Murders in the Building, um, largely got that because he's Nathan Lane. Pedro Pascal, Saturday Night Live, great episode. Yeah, Oliver great Platt, episode. The Bear, oh, fantastic. He God. should win. Okay, and, yep. <laughs> and Sam Richardson, Ted Lasso. Um, Oliver Platt should win for first season of uh, yep. The Bear. But also, Sam Richardson was hilarious on T Sam La and Ted Lasso, by the way. He was very good on but that. But he should win an he's, Emmy he's for... He's great. He should win an Emmy for Baby of the Year. So he should have a lifetime <laughs> Emmy for Baby of the Year. <laughs> uh, Look at their toes. <laughs> um, Get him out of uh, here. Sorry. Yeah, I guess the only thing you saw there, Trey, was uh, Saturday Night Live with Pedro Pascal. The Bear. Remember I told you I finished... Oh, you did see the he first did, season. He did watch actually, the first season. I'm actually at four episodes into season two now. Mm -hmm. mm, okay. Oh, okay. dude. Just, oh, it's so good. It's so good. You know what, Jason? I didn't, I didn't watch seven yet. Seven's my favorite episode. Which is seven. Forks. 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 Forks is so good. It's so good. It's That's so such good. a good episode. Such a Fishes good episode. was the one. Fishes is. Yeah, we'll we get know to what, when we talk about the, yeah, the comedy yeah, series yeah, nominations, yeah. but Sorry. yeah. Um, uh, but for, yeah, for guest. Um, I'm pulling for Oliver Platt, but John Bernthal's obviously great. Too. great. I think and John, in season one, he was only in the one episode. I, you, I, yeah, he does not. I love Bernthal, but if you're, you could give it to him. He should be like, this is really, and we're, we'll talk about this. I, I realize there is some category fraudness to it. But his character, like Greg, was not dramatic for me. He was comedic on Succession. Bernthal was is, not funny at he all. He was not supposed to be funny. Yeah. No, he was <laughs> he not was funny serious, at all. Serious, so it's not. Uh, that's fair. You know, so that's why, like, Oliver <laughs> Platt, though, is hilarious. He's actually a funny character. He's funny. a funny-ass character. And it's uh, even funnier in season two. He's even funnier in season he's two. He's probably more supporting actor or supporting now. I don't know if he'd be guest because he's he's in season two quite a bit. He's in, he is. Yeah. yeah, he should probably get it for support. But he's, um, but not God, now. he's funny. Yeah. <laughs> but Pedro Pascal, when he did the mm -hmm. the... Mario Kart thing. Oh, that was funny. It's a me, Mario. <laughs> that was funny, but I also loved him in the uh he would he he woke up from surgery and he oh yeah. Like, huh? That character is very that funny. was pretty he's uh, funny, dude. <laughs> supporting actor in a comedy series. Uh we got 
Anthony Kerrigan for Barry, Phil Dunster for Ted Lasso, Brett Goldstein for Ted Lasso, James Marsden for Jury Dirty. Still got to see that. Henry Winkler also nominated for Barry. Uh, Eben Moss Bachrock. Bach, I don't know if you pronounce the name for the bear, but Richie. he plays Richie. Cousin. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Cousin. <laughs> Tyler James Williams uh, for Abbott Elementary. So there's a lot of people here who could win. Because Gr- Brett Goldstein obviously won previously. Uh, Henry, Anthony Winkler Kerrigan is, is uh, and Henry Winkler. Henry and it was wonderful. Is this upcoming Emmy for the final season of Barry? Or is that next year? I can't. That's what I was going to ask. I'm not too. sure. I just know that for the bear, it's their season one. That this yeah. Because if it's if it's Barry's final season. Ah. You got to you probably got to give it. <laughs> I mean, I haven't seen Jury Duty. A lot of people love it, but I don't think it's yeah. going to be James Marsden. I think it could be Tyler James Williams. He won it last year. Can I can I tell you why I can't look at him and not laugh? Everybody. Hurts. But. Okay, so here's when <laughs> at the height of Walking Dead, when he was on the Walking yes, Dead, I did. I Jason posted, I guess everybody does hate Chris, and I was like, <laughs> I hadn't watched the Walking Dead yet, and I saw that, and I knew what you meant, and so, and then when I watched it, his death is so terrible, so gruesome, it's so brutal. So and and I, was, I wasn't the only person who had the that thought too, because a bunch yeah. of people like had edited yeah, the edited song the over song that over scene. Just, so one of the worst up. deaths. It's so brutal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I just can't. Whenever I see him, I just can't not see that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but there are a lot of people in this category. I think really could win. Um, but I kind of, I'm kind of pulling for for cousin. Cousin. Uh, we were talking in text the past couple days uh, rob mentioned a second ago about the category frog we'll get <laughs> there when we no no but but i'm referencing <laughs> it in, t- in terms of the supporting actor yeah that's because uh, richie i was saying in a text if this were a pure comedy show like your standard sitcom he would be kramer he'd be like that character essentially yeah now you know and so i think he's the most pure comedic character on the show Except maybe Oliver Platt. Oh, uh, I think. Um, fact, but probably more than fact. fact. Probably fact. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> that's more <laughs> season two, which I haven't. I'm, I'm uh, still kind of. Oh, fact was, was pretty, season pretty one. Pretty it's the same vibe. Yeah, go back. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he wasn't in it as much. And you know that he he's not. Like, he's not a professional actor. He's um. Is it improvising? No, he's a real cook. He's a real chef. Fact. He has, wow. like. Fack has like a really big YouTube channel and stuff. He's so good wow. on that show. He's Canadian, and yeah, he uh, He's yeah, so they they, they found He's him. So and funny. Like, I thought he was an improv actor. I thought he was amazing. So he was amazing. Yeah, he is. Um, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I'm pulling for cousin in that category. Oh, I'm not going to be Amen. upset. Also, mm-hmm. but Henry Winkler, I'm not going to be upset about or anyone. I'm not really going to be upset about any of these. Um, because why would I care that much? Outstanding supporting <laughs> actress in a comedy series. <laughs> Alex Borstein for The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Ayo Adibri, uh, that was my stab at trying to pronounce that correctly, yeah, good for The luck Bear. On that one. Yeah. I um, just heard um, Seth Rogen say her name. Because how she's, she does, um, she's April O'Neil in the, in the Ninja Turtles movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, she was also in uh, something else recently. Oh, um, yeah. uh, Black Mirror. Yeah. So if I'm remembering correctly, Seth Rogen's pronunciation was Ayo Edebiri. 
Cool. Ayo That's Edibiri. a nice pronunciation. I like it. Okay. Janelle James for Abbott Elementary. Uh, Cheryl Lee Ralph for Abbott Elementary. Juno Tempo for Ted Lasso. Hannah Waddingham for Ted Lasso. And Jessica Williams for Shrinking. And people just don't talk about shrinking enough. I don't think it's. I don't. It's just not going to move the needle. Somebody was really. People were mad that uh, shrinking should have been nominated. Like a lot of people were talking about shrinking, particularly Harrison Ford as being a snub. Oh, I, I've heard really good things about it. I just, yeah, we accidentally oh, have Apple yeah. TV for a couple, like another month because mm-hmm. we paid for it because we had we forgot to finish this last season of mm-hmm. Ted Lasso. So maybe yeah, I'll watch I'm shrinking now that too. But we'll have yeah. to wait a week because we're doing the week of the artist way. Artist nerds out there know what I'm talking about, where you can't watch anything. Oh, it's okay. like a series where you like read a chapter which is like 10 15 pages a week and then you do artist tasks to sort of engage your creativity that's the point of the artist way and one of the weeks is don't consume anything don't read any books don't watch movies tv shows and so that's the week i'm going into next week and i'm not done with ted lasso or this book that i was reading and it was like so close to being done with both yeah but i have to wait for a week so outstanding actress this is another one Historically, in the Emmys, the supporting actor and supporting actress categories are stacked. Yeah. And you just don't know who's going to win. Could be Hannah Waddingham, could be Juno Tempo, could be Cheryl Lee Ralph. <laughs> you know, like it could be so who's many the, of who's these. Who's the principal? Is that is that Janelle James? Janelle, Janelle James. James. Yeah. Jesus Christ. She's so funny. Yeah. She's so funny. She's the best part of that show. Yeah. <laughs> and Alex Borstein won. And Cheryl Lee Ralph yeah. is one. So and it's Hannah like, Waddingham is one. And Hannah Waddingham is one. So shame. Shame. <laughs> so maybe it'll be Juno Temple's year. She, I do think, is very good on the show. I, I, Keely's not my favorite character. Mm. <laughs> I don't dislike her at all. I don't um, dislike her, but I'm like, oh, Keely episode, great. So you'd put her uh, a, a ahead of Io? No. For the bear? No. Yeah. Although Io is funny. She's very funny. I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking more. This season, she's a little more emotional, I feel. but she, a, They she, made her a little mousy the second season. That's not she, what they're going to be voting for. for but yeah, but she is very her. good. Yeah, yeah, she is very good. Did, did, did I you notice it, who played her dad? Yes. Robert Townsend. So yes. awesome. So very happy about two. that. That's season yeah, two. season two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah. So anyway, I think any of these people could win. I really don't think Jessica Williams has a chance and Alex Borstein doesn't really have a chance because people haven't really been talking about Marvelous Mrs. Maisel in a while. Yeah. So um, I think it could be any of the others and I'd be fine with it. Yeah. That's literally and, one where anybody you know, could win. And I'd be like, yeah. And I, and I can't even pull for anyone because of it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. So I, so to answer the question, I could, I wouldn't say that I would put Juno ahead of AO personally, or I, did you say IO? I think that's how Seth Rogen said. Uh, but I, I, so I can't say <laughs> I, I, you know, it's, yeah, I know. Cousin. No. Uh, Cousin. <laughs> but, so I can't say. I just yes, can't Jeff. say. So it's not Or you one. can call her Jeff. <laughs> Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Lead actor in a comedy series Bill Hader, Jason Siegel, that's for shrinking, Martin Short, Only Murders in the Building, obviously, uh, Jason Sudeikis, and Jeremy Allen White. Uh, for those who don't know the name, that's the bear. And um, <laughs> the other also cousin. cousin. Also cousin. <laughs> yeah. 
So also one where it's like, fine with any of them. I wish Steve Martin was also nominated. Yeah. And should be fully should be, uh, unless he like pulled his name. So he wasn't competing against his, uh, yeah. If if I were to, if based off pure comedy on Ted Lasso, but when you think about really like the pure, like standout, it's going to be like Brett Goldstein. Yeah. To me. So like, if you're going to give somebody from that show an award, I would give it, to Brett. To, to Brett over I would before I would give it to Jason. Not that I love Jason's thing. Yeah. Yeah. He already won. Um yeah. Yeah, I'm not really pulling for anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, because I I love all these people. Mm-hmm. Martin Schwartz like a comedy hero. Maybe. I'd actually be pretty cool. I'm gonna give it a I'm gonna actually I'm pulling for Martin Short now. Because I think Jeremy <laughs> Allen White's perfectly fine, and also, yeah. well, yeah, great we actor. Talk, I think great. he's fine. I, I, His character is not as much comedic as the. No, um, he's not. And again, that's, that's he's like I'm straight getting. man though. He's more straight man. He's more mm-hmm. complicated. Mm-hmm. I, but he won the Golden Globe, so that might get. Oh, him he did. Something. No, yeah. he um. Yeah, he's great. Yeah, I see. And I never watched um. Uh, oh God, what's the what's the show that he Shameless? Shameless. Shameless thank you. Yeah. He I, was, never you know, watched I know he was on Shameless into. and like, I just, I think I watched like clips of it. And I was like, I just, I don't know why that, I just don't want to watch that show. It just doesn't look. And I never got into yeah, it. I, I like Emmy Ross and I like, yeah. You know, I like and the, I like so like, I, so when I saw he had this other show, I was like, oh, I just have like negative feelings about Shameless. So mm-hmm. I, I didn't really want to watch it. But when somebody said to me, oh, like, the, bears their, good. the Bears, like the best show they'd seen that year. I was like, well, <laughs> I gotta. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, oh my gosh, I I love him as a performer, and I think he's so perfectly cast as the character, mm-hmm. but he's not funny, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's not. Um, you know, it's like, yeah, he's he's the straight he's not, man in he's, it. He's the straight man. He's the straight um, man. Because sometimes, be, uh, if this if if this had been categorized, and we're talking about it more, but I, I can see him being nominated as as lead actor in a drama. I would too. see. I would agree. See that. This is where we get into that. Yeah. I could agree yeah. with that. Overall, I still think... Okay, we'll get into it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, lead actress in a comedy series, Christina Applegate for Dead to Me, Rachel Brosnahan, uh, Lois Lane, and The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Quinta Brunson, again, for Abbott Elementary, Natasha Leone for Poker Face, and Jenna Ortega for Wednesday. And, um, I, again, people aren't really talking Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, so I don't think she has a real shot. Poker Face got a little attention. I don't know if it's going to be enough for Natasha Leone. I can't to end up tell winning. you. And I, I, I love T- Natasha Leone, and I love. I, I only got to watch one episode of that show, mm-hmm. but I loved it. I would buy Peacock for it. Um, but uh, she's basically like the same character she was in a Russian Doll. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> our mom. It's loves a really show, cool. Though. Poker, Poker face, face is awesome. Yeah. Like the first episode I saw was awesome. I, I haven't um, watched it. I want to. I like her. Re- it, I think it's on for. You can watch that for free. Okay. On Peacock. And okay. I watched it and it was really good. And she and, was really yeah. good at it. So, I mean, I wouldn't be mad if she won for it, but I don't right. think it's. I like, wouldn't be mad if yeah. any of these people won because I respect them all. But, but I, I know think it's going to be win. Quinta Brunson. Nope. I think it could be Jenny Ortega. Jenna, yeah, she's the show one. Show her some respect. <laughs> she's going to yeah, win. She's the one who's gotten the most Attention. buzz for this season and Quinta right. won it yeah. last year. So, right. Those are the top two. Uh, I think Quinta Quinta's yeah, great. Obviously, she's hella talented to be the showrunner and star. And um, writer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she's not the showrunner? 
I don't know if I she's showrunner, but she's an executive producer. Oh, writer, I thought she. Sure. I thought she was. I don't know if she's the showrunner. Yeah, but she is obviously she a, a um, main voice in the room. Yes, but yeah, like, but Jenna Ortega. I mean, this the is dance. also based off this. The it's the dance. It's so popular. <laughs> like it was such a. And she did such a good. A she, she was good as a. She wasn't a pure copy of Christina Ricci, mm-hmm. like. It, I think she's. I mean, a lot I, of I really love her. About it, you know. I you didn't even that, mention the first uh, Wednesday actress. Because um, I don't remember her, her name. name. <laughs> <laughs> cousin, that's her name. Cousin, <laughs> um, cousin. It? Yeah, I mean, like, I just <laughs> think those those are your top two two choices there. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. It's going to be one of those two. Now I know it's the show and not the the Academy that determines who's nominated and what, but I was surprised to see Io as supporting actress. I agree. When I mean, she's clearly I, the lead, yeah, clearly she's the lead. Clearly yeah. lead. Yeah, it's the same with Ray. See, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and Han- Hannah Waddingham too. I wonder if that's just because of how yeah. many. I don't know. They might have just been like trying to get a win for the show, but yeah, yeah she obviously. Is the but lead she's actress. in a more stacked category now than she would have been in lead actress. I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. There's only five would, people in lead actress. Yeah, because like, honestly, you could probably. No offense to her, but you could probably push okay. Christina Applegate off the list easily. I don't. I don't know. I don't know about any. It was. I, I mean, I we haven't watched the final season, yeah. but we really liked watching that show we watched the first two seasons and And let me let me just say this about veronica corningstone she has a fantastic (laughs) she's one of those people that's like i thought she was like one note and then like she's so good in anchorman and she's so good in dead to me she's very good in dead to me but again like marvelous mrs mazel no one talks about it it was the one that she did with cameron diaz um oh gosh you have to look at that one uh she was in a movie with Cameron Diaz. The sweetest thing. Was the that sweetest that thing. Yes. Oh. That movie is funny, and she is really funny in that movie. And um, yeah, and that was that was before Anchorman, and I, I was like, yeah, she's actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, she is. Um, she's fantastic, and I feel like people have sort of forgotten. I'm surprised <laughs> you didn't like her in like. Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Oh, I love that movie. Married with children. But it's married like with children. But I thought like married. She was just very close to like married with children in that. And uh, that that's a little different though. Oh, that's a movie I watched probably every week <laughs> when I was a kid. <laughs> David Duchovny. Yeah, man. <laughs> All right, outstanding comedy series. Emphasis on comedy. Comedy. We're gonna talk about. Here we go. This, this is it. This, this is, is the fu- big is argument. It, all right, these are shows nominated: Abbott Elementary, uh-huh. Harry, The Bear, yep. Jury Duty, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, Only Murders in the Building, Ted Lasso, and Wednesday. Shrinking did not get nominated. What other comedy could have gotten nominated but did not? Um, uh, Young Sheldon. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's anything. I think that was the only one, maybe that. Oh, or jury? No, jury duty did get nominated. So no, no rural juror didn't get it. Nice pull. Nice Thank thirty you. rock reference. Oh, uh, what TV line mentioned was Max's. The other two. Uh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Two. a lot of people like that movie the show. The other two, a lot of people did talk. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised it. It didn't get some love, but CBS's um, ghosts they mentioned. FX's I guess Hacks Dave. was not uh, eligible. Dave, I could see that. I, I don't like Dave. What we I'm do? Not, in the I'm shadows. not saying I don't like Little Dicky. Oh, what we do in the, the shadows never gets a lot of love. 
a lot nah, of people it doesn't. Really like that. That's a fun show, man. Which show is the great? I know that's Hulu. I don't. Yeah, know. that's one about uh, with uh oh, is it Elle Fanny? Oh, Catherine. Yeah, Catherine the Great. That's what it is. Is it Elle? Her, oh, okay. yeah, it's L and um Nicholas Holt. Nicholas Holt. Yeah. Yeah, mm. that dude. Mm. That dude. That guy. I love uh, that she Hope <laughs> didn't get nominated. Okay. Well, and, um, uh, Reservation like Dogs you. was the other one that. Uh, oh my gosh. TV that line shows... mentioned really good interesting well okay so here's the hotbed topic (laughs) shows like the berry and the bear being in the comedy category the berry and the bear that sounds like a good show (laughs) did i say that (laughs) that's what she said she said the berry and the bear (laughs) (laughs) thanks for tuning into the berry and the bear kids (laughs) today we're gonna go looking for rainbows that's like a very 1970s show Uh, that's based on a movie starring clint eastwood the berry and the bear berry the berry guys i can't edit this much tomorrow we have to move on this is a comedy podcast the berry and the bear berry Bear, the berry and the, the bear. The berry and the bear. <laughs> what was the other show that the article you mentioned brought up? Like, why is this in the comedy category? And is that Barry? Uh, is Barry a comedy? Because it's so uh, dark. Yes. So dark. Is yeah. the bear a comedy because it's so dramatic? Yeah. I will say the bear on Hulu is listed as a comedy on Wikipedia. It's a comedy drama. Now, mm-hmm. Trey and mm-hmm. fiance of the show agree that it is not a comedy. I recognize the drama of the show, but wholeheartedly refute that it's just no comedy, like that it's not a comedy. But I understand where people are coming from. Several years ago, when Orange is the New Black was in the comedy category. People are like, this show is not a a comedy. (laughs) It has a couple of quirky characters, but it's a drama. But I do think that there's something about the bear that, to me, I didn't ever think, oh, this isn't a comedy. And it's not because Fack and Richie are there. There's something about it. And I think it's the Chicago improv nature of it. And there's another aspect of it, too. It's 30 minutes. It's 30 minutes, but Mm -hmm. to me, a lot of grounded improv that comes out of Chicago, which this show seems a little bit like it it a little bit is a love letter to Chicago improv is grounded is let's be real. And they're not necessarily trying. They're not trying to be funny, but the improvisers doing it aren't calling themselves doing dramatic improv. So there's that kind of element to it. There's also an element to it that reminds me a little bit of the cheeseburger cheeseburger sketch, which Mm. is not a hilarious SNL sketch. There's like a moment towards the end where you're busting out laughing when they, when the mistake happens and there's like cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. But the whole setup to that is just establishing this world. It's just being real and true to it. And it's, It's like they, the funny part is that they were doing a note for note (laughs) remake of this actual restaurant they went to. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like they were just really nailing it. And that was 
what was funny about it, that they were doing that. And SNL used to have a lot of those kinds of sketches. Yeah, they did. And and I think this show, The Bear, has that about it. And that's why I and that's one of the reasons why I feel like it is actually a comedy. I do feel like it's just it's almost like the way like Christopher Nolan doing Batman is just a grounded version of a superhero thing that has like some more grit to it. And this is like a grounded, gritty. We're going to be real about this world and be true to that. But some of this is comedy, (laughs) like some of this setup here and if scene by scene is comedic by nature. But I think another thing that confuses the conversation is that shows like the West wing were very funny. The West Mm -hmm. Wing was a very funny show, Mm -hmm. but it was an hour. Well, also, MASH was a very depressing show. Right. And Scrubs had a lot of, for as silly and ridiculous as it was, it had a lot of drama. Yeah. I mean, that Brendan Fraser, that second Brendan Fraser episode is Mm -hmm. funny, but then it has its dramatic moments. And I feel like this show is in keeping with that, but it's a little further down the road. And how to present that. But like there's like serious elements for sure, dramatic elements to it for sure. But I'm fine with it being in the comedy category. Counterpoint. Uh, you pointing to me? Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, so I'll I'll make some of your or kind of agree with some of your points and kind of highlight some examples. Cause when I stopped actually subscribing to cable. And I was just doing the antenna for a while before I started doing streaming services. I was just kind of looking at like the get TV and like those old sitcoms. And they weren't all joke, joke line or, you know, mm. set up, set up joke or punch, or however people used to describe sitcoms. They, a lot of them were telling stories in the same way that dramas were. They were just lighter stories than a lot of the dramas. Um so, you know, to, it's not necessarily counting the laugh so much as the approach and how they're they're doing it uh, with a lot of comedies. And, you know, I meant you mentioned West Wing, though. That's a great example, because I actually think there is stuff in the West Wing that was funnier than what's been in the bear. And even some similar scenes like in bear season two is not what this what it's nominated yeah. for is nominated for season one. But in season two, when they're remodeling the. Uh, the restaurant and they had to bring the walls down and stuff like that. It was very similar to a scene where they were doing work in the actual West wing on the show and ceiling came down. Oh yeah. Yeah. But it seemed like the West wing set it up more like uh, we're setting up the punchline. Whereas the bear just had this ridiculous thing happening in the middle of a somewhat serious conversation mm-hmm. and so th- you know those are the types that's one of the examples i guess i would give for the bear feeling more like a drama to me they're not really mm-hmm. setting it up as set up punchline mm-hmm. in, in that kind of big humor and it's like so many dramatic monologues and and, and dark stuff i mean mm-hmm. their brother committed or not committed suicide but overdosed or did he? No, he did commit suicide. No, he committed suicide. I've been binging, so I forget stuff. Instead I know. Of that's, that's what happens when you binge, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But he committed suicide. And, like, this whole first season was, like, the aftermath and everyone dealing with it. Mm-hmm. That's heavy stuff that they were dealing with. And mm-hmm. it, it to me, it didn't seem like they 
like I said, Richie's a ridiculous character. Mm -hmm. But even he wasn't played for laughs. Well, that's that's the thing, though. That's what I'm talking about. If you, I I think Dave Pesquese said in this podcast, he's not he's not playing for laughs, but he's also not going to tell you that when he TJ and Dave go on stage that they're doing drama. Right. You know, and I that's the that's the approach to the acting from people on that show. Mm. They're not going for the laugh. It seems like that's how the yeah. writing's going for it too, though. I think I think the way a drama puts in some comedy to sort of keep things a little lighter or whatever that feels one way, and then when a comedy puts in some drama just to balance out the comedy. That fi- that's like feels. It used to different. be a very special episode. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and I think the way the bear does it is in that really grounded sort of way. But I would I, really be interested in hearing what Christopher Storer, the director of the show. Yeah, I've got yeah, a I've got a podcast to listen to him once I finish the season. And um, I swear, like you know, the first yeah. season that wall of uh, famous people's autographs, there are just a bunch of. Yeah, improvisers from Chicago. Well, and, and here, here's my only counterpoint to Trey. Um, you're wrong. No, uh, <laughs> no, it's not. It's it's too common. And I said before too. I said to you guys. I think I think there's this category of show that's like this 30 minute drama comedy where it can be like the funniest thing I've ever seen, but also like some of the most emotionally reckoning things I've ever seen. Like Atlanta. Yeah, like, Atlanta. Yeah, that, like, that's the like, other show that I was meaning to think. Yeah, about. like that's comedy. I mean, that could be a category fraud too of a show. I mean, it could be some of the funniest things, but also this one of the scariest episodes of television I've ever seen in my life <laughs> yeah. with Teddy Perkins. Mm-hmm. But I think like the comparison would be, and I don't know if you ever watched, probably not. I'm probably the only one who watched this show. There was a show a couple of years ago called Feed the Beast, and it had I um, heard of it. It had David Schwimmer in it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it also had uh Oh, the guy from the the Blackjack movie with Kevin Spacey. Um, and he was also in Across the Universe. Uh, okay. Yeah, I that, Brit- that yeah, British yeah. guy who does it. Sturgeon really- or something like that? Yeah, Jim Sturgeon or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's like basically like he's like this brilliant chef and David Schwimmer's his older brother. And they're trying to do a business, but like he's either like an alcoholic or a drug addict. And like mm-hmm. they're trying to make the perfect, they want to like make this high-end Greek restaurant and it's just not fun. It's not fun. Like it's David Schwimmer doing non David, you know, he's trying to do like his dramatic stuff instead of being Ross. And, (laughs) and so, yeah, just we're out of break. Um, and so it's, it's just dour. It wasn't fun. And it was Mm -hmm. in the same type of same idea of trying to start up a restaurant. You have this brilliant person who's flawed and they're with family and they're trying to, you know, create a new something new. I think David Schwimmer isn't a, a divorced dad. I'm not sure. Oh, I have well. to go back and look at it. It just was not a fun show. Yeah. You know, like I, but I watched it because I love anything that's fictionalized food restaurant stuff. I just love it. Yeah. Like, like that. Uh, what was it? The Kitchen Confidential sort of show. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, one with Bradley, Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Cooper. Yeah. yeah. It was basically Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, like, yeah, I, I freaking love that stuff. I mean, I've, I've watched them. And when for, that yeah. Bradley Cooper show came on, the style was for it to have this sort of Todd it, Phillips wedding exactly. crashers was, yes, hangover like Todd, type of punch thing. you in the face kind of approach. That style yeah. isn't what's in right now. The style no, that's in is Barry, it, the it, Bear, Bear, and Atlanta. And Atlanta, which is like this serious. is this is definitely a sister series to Atlanta in a way. Mm-hmm. 
and so that's why I I still view it because it's that 30 minute, except for a couple episodes, like it's a 30 minute format. It feels like the the jokes land really strong. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like it's more of a comedy because I laughed harder in the bear than in other things. Mm. But I've also like had yeah. my heart broken by the show. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's very hard. It's the very best. Hard. Yeah. One of the best episodes of television I've ever seen is the fishes episode in season two of the bear. Insane. Um, I don't want to even like mention all of the people in it, but um, there are so many, so many funny performances in that episode, but it's also the most intense episode. The the show's done. Even when like, I think it was hilarious when Richie got stabbed in the first season. Yeah, that was <laughs> and that, funny. that, but it was also, but it was played so intense, so, but it was yeah. so funny. Yeah. It was so funny. So I didn't, I didn't yeah. laugh at that one because oh, it I, was played so intensely. Yeah. I laughed at it because it was Richie. See, yeah. Because it yeah. was Richie that got stabbed. That's why it was so funny. <laughs> it was funny to me later. later. Yeah. It was funny to me later when Fack was talking about how he took it like a champ. Yeah, but the actual moment when he was stabbed, it yeah. was like Sydney. What are you doing? You, you yeah. didn't say corner or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Was, yeah. See, but see, you're. I was laughing it. pretty hard I'm at that. Now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was laughing at that when it happened. I, I I do think it's a comedy, but I also I also think Succession can be labeled a comedy. Yeah, and we all like the first episode of Succession was directed by Adam McKay. Yeah, it's got that Adam McKay those style. Two. Yeah. He blends those things. And that was one of the more intense episodes of the first two seasons. Well, I mean, I mean and obviously, like, if you saw Big Short, like, right. Jeremy Strong Big Short, is in that. Vice. It's got that yeah. same kind of, but definitely Big Short. You, you, in, like, you know what else about language. Adam McKay? Chicago Improviser. Oh, yeah. Uh, so that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like, that's the thing. Like, that's, they are Fair. really grounded. And so, they're doing, but they are doing comedy. But yeah. it's really it's, grounded, and then yeah. there's attention to detail, and it's let's be real. Or even like with the who dramatic was the she- who was the chef at the at the at the restaurant that was torturing Joel McHale? Joel yeah. freaking Kale. Yeah, you don't I bring mean, Joel McHale in for his. Yeah, you Renee. Know. I, I don't know if his, but he didn't use his comedic chops. <laughs> but there was just that you just know who Joel McHale is, and you yeah you look at him. It's, it's like, like a bunch of funny people in the show. But yeah. um, one one of the things I was gonna say though about like something not being funny and then it's funny and it's intense at the same time, or it's something more not seen as comedic at the same time as you're laughing was a moment that I won't ruin in uh forks from season two of the, of the mm-hmm. bear and uh, involves Richie. And it's just a moment towards the end of the episode where we were dying laughing at it. It was so funny but it also made us want to cry because of just something about it. When we watched Little Miss Sunshine, that scene at the end where oh, the uh, super freak. Little, yeah. When yeah. she was performing <laughs> that and it was in remembrance or, uh, you know, uh, oh. dedicated to her grandfather. Yeah. And like, she's Eleanor? like everyone. Recipe. Yeah. So, yeah. So like everybody, like the audience is cringing, but the rest of the family goes up on stage. And so it was, yeah, it's like you laugh, cry. Yeah. In a scene like And that's how the, there's a moment in Forks like that for me. Um, I just, I think it's a brilliant show. Mm-hmm. I understand when people, you know, because a lot of this is 
subjective and taste. If someone doesn't like the Chicago improv style and agree to it, then they don't really like that sort of thing. Then well, also, of course also, they won't necessarily. They like do it. have like the you know the one the oneer episode was that episode eight or nine where it was just the one the one take for the bear. Oh, I don't recall. Yeah, yeah, it was. In I season don't remember one. a oneer. No, that was a oneer. The one in the kitchen where it was like really intense, and that, I think that was the one where Richie gets stabbed. I oh, think okay. That was the okay. I didn't yeah, realize that one was hella it intense. Felt like there were edits in my memory i don't remember they did have watched they, it too I, I can't recall but i'm but yeah or at they least did. made it look yeah. like it no it was it was a legitimate oh order. you heard oh oh wow. yeah i do know wow. when that came out yeah that is the whole episode order. or just that scene the whole episode was a was a wonder oh you know they're they're commercials when we watch it so it's like maybe that maybe not yeah. realize uh, i've got the hulu for with no commercials i have the hulu straight. with commercials because i'm cheap <laughs> <laughs> to me the bear has more of the early better call saul season tone mm. like when it was dramatic but not as dark yeah, as it got later uh, i i could i could i actually would agree with you on that yeah like when like oh you know who else Sam is a chicago of- improviser <laughs> Nominated as lead actor in a what category? <laughs> no, but still, I'm just I'm joking by I know, I'm that. messing back. Yeah, it would be. Um, yeah, you got to get like you know Chicago royalty like that on the show. So mm-hmm. yeah, well, so, yeah. Rob, going back to something you said a moment ago, though. Yeah. If the bear were an hour long show. Yeah. You, would you still say it's a comedy, or would you categorize? I it think drama? I don't know. I think then the the pace of the episodes might be different. And so it might, might feel more like a drama, to be honest. I, see, I, that's the thing, like studio 60 on us on the sunset strip, right? Mm-hmm. Very funny hour considered a drama. So it's just hard when it, you're right to point out the pacing, but if I'm just looking at execution and what they're going for, I think if no. it was, if every episode was like episode, because episode, I'll just, spoiler alert, Trey, it's not a big deal. Episode six, The Fishes, is an hour long episode. So it's, the yeah. So there's that, that Trey. Like there's, so that. like if, if it was, if it was that, if that was the show, if it, it ended up being like that, even though there's a shitload of comedy in that hour, yeah, I could agree that probably it is more of a drama. Mm-hmm. But because it is more of a 30 minute and I feel like the, the comedy is pushed forward, mm-hmm. I still think it's a comedy, but. Mm-hmm. It, it's it, but it's not it's not cut and dry the point yeah, right. is people is it's awesome yeah it's yeah really good <laughs> I've, cri- I've cried more at the bear than i've laughed at it mm. i i i've just to me it makes me smile so that's mm-hmm. like yeah even the it sad makes, stuff it makes me cry it makes me think and it makes me laugh and that's we a hell of a day, day. <laughs> jimmy v the ending made me cry like a Baby, good lord! The season oh, the, two or season, season one? Two. Season one, season one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. let her I'm rip. Not, love yeah. you, dude. Let her let, rip. Love you, dude. Let it rip. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> I, I was definitely bawling at that one. Yeah, yeah. And uh, even in uh, season two, when uh, Marcus is in, uh, is it Denmark? Copenhagen. 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 That's a great and, episode. Yeah, yeah, and the guy is—he had fallen. He had gotten caught in a fence. Yeah, his bite. I mean that, that whole scene. Wild. Yeah. Yeah. But see, to me, that, it made me some, laugh. It, it made, made me laugh because of the mark. It was just like a weird thing that happened, and Mark was like, "What the? Should <laughs> you be? Like, should you be doing? Should you be getting back on the bike?" Mark, I, God, I love Marcus. <laughs> that was a funny line, but it was like 
the fact that the guy was in such dire straits calling for help. Yeah. And then when Marcus gets him out and he just hugs him so emotionally and intently mm-hmm. and pats him on the head and looks yeah. like, like that to me was more tear jerking than huh. yeah. than funny. Yeah, Even but I think I it's, yeah. the there's a I think there's yeah. a nuance to it that and makes it, it, it and you and it's, again, it's all in nuance. Yeah, it, though, you yeah. got a you got a point too because like what what does season two start with? Which is awesome. What does it start with? It starts with Marcus visiting his mom in the hospital. Right. Yeah. yeah. And you know, so and that's and not putting funny. the lotion on her. It hand. reminds not, me a lot it's, of it's, Atlanta. It's so, but it's it is a lot Little, like Atlanta. Yeah. That moment with the guy in the in the in the fence, that's an Atlanta moment. That was a very Atlanta moment. That was very in some way he feels a little bit he's a big guy. Mm-hmm. So he's kind of reminds me of in the sense that his size is like yeah. Brian Tyree Henry. Yeah. So you kind of imagine Paperboy being in Copenhagen too. Yeah. They might have done that that season. I can't remember where they went. Uh <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen that. Yeah. I I think there is like a nuance to it. But There's he a, makes me laugh. Richie's so makes funny me laugh, though. though. Richie, Richie is the yeah, most Marcus. possibly the most complex character on the show. He because, by far is. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's he, got He's got Wait, do you see fishes? Oh my god, fishes! Oh no, not fishes, forks. Forks. Well, no, no. When I'm responding to the most complicated character in the series, I'm like, ah, wait, do you see fishes? But forks is just like, because it because it could be it could be Carmi. The second season. Well, with Richie, it's just the the way that he's processing Mikey's death. And it's every so processing yeah, the divorce, everything. he's so good. And, and being a you know father, trying to be a good. He's, a, he's actually a pretty good dad. <laughs> right. He is, and he yeah. loves. He actually loves the team, even though he yells at them so much. Especially yeah. cousins. Well, he cares. And he cares. Oh, he You'll cares. see more as the season goes on. Yeah. yeah. And that the whole looking for purpose. I'm not this way two. because I'm in Van Halen. I'm in Van Halen I'm, I'm because Haley I'm this I'm way. Like, um, no, but he also. Can I just say one joke? I'm sorry to ruin one joke in, in Forks, but so like he's like, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. don't ruin anything with Forks. Let that I'm happen when watch it happens tonight. Because yesterday I watched yeah. four episodes yesterday. Let it happen. Let it happen in the show. I was in serious danger of binging all the season two last night, so I stopped myself just so I could <laughs> talk to like, experience. Um, <laughs> I will say, uh, so I'll make an argument for Barry. Because I think Barry maybe has the best argument for being a, in the comedy category. And I think it's because inherently the premise of the show is funny. That it's this guy who was going to, he's a hitman who's going to go kill somebody. But then he, he took an acting class and fell in love with it and wanted to be an actor. That That is satirical. And it sounds like it got darker later. Like uh, yeah. Comedic yeah. And I feel like they did not, they just we're going to be true to the to the drama of it um or the in the serious stuff. Oh, this is what I was going to mention about the bear. So Trey, you probably recognize this name, but there's a name called Rene Gruber that you mm-hmm. see Hans Gruber? No. You see it in the credits. He's like an EP in the show and I noticed it. I clocked it the first season. Yeah. He is one of the guys from Ground Floor. He's not oh, the that's lead. Right. Oh, that's right. You told he's me that, not yeah. Rory Scovel, and he's not John C. McGinley, obviously. He's the other guy who is there. That guy is like an EP on the show, and he's in Forks, that episode Forks. But uh, like, he writes a lot for the show. He's an EP on it, and he's in, I, I, I believe, in Is he the one married to Britta? Yes. Okay. Uh, so Brigga. Brigga. 
Yeah. yeah. Did I say um, Brita? I think you did. Yeah. Uh, I did the same thing the other day. When I, I, was I like, Britted that <laughs> one. <laughs> That's going to yeah, be more in a couple more so, hours. So uh, <laughs> I will say it is, I think it's hard to say what's going to win. Well, I was going to, oh, so I was going to say about Barry though, because I, uh-huh. I listened to the Prestige podcast and um, that they did one for mm-hmm. a Prestige TV podcast. And they talked to um, Bay, uh, to Bill Hader the last two seasons of Barry. Like they did a, a oh wow. an episode breakdown with him, and it's so I I mean just makes me <laughs> want to meet meet Bill Hader more and more. He's such a cinephile, but he um he really talks about a lot of like what he finds humorous, and so it's way more of a comedy after hearing how mm-hmm. how he interprets mm-hmm. the episodes uh-huh. and like where he finds the comedy. But he's also like a really big like Barry's a piece of shit. And oh, wow. like he hates Barry. And so yeah. <laughs> like the actual person, the character, he does not like Barry. Like he doesn't like so he, <laughs> he thinks he's an idiot. So <laughs> like Bob Odenkirk, Bob Odenkirk was many of the like many of the behind the scenes people who liked Jimmy, but hated mm, Saul. Yeah. And the closer they got yeah. to Saul, the more Bob yeah. Odenkirk was like, ah, <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that I mean, so yeah, so that's why like I. I have enough insight to believe him being the creator. And, and even though there's so much of the insane action mm-hmm. and, and intense stuff that happens. And there was an episode this last season that was one of the scariest things mm-hmm. I've seen in a while. And it, it, it was it was really creepy. But it also has yeah. like some of the funniest moments. So, I mean, it's hard. And even like Anthony Kerrigan is so funny in that. But... I think he um, super funny, he's yeah. had some really yeah I mean it's a really great too. cast really funny people yeah. I don't know what's gonna win I think um, Abbott Elementary and Barry have a really good shot but the bear and jury duty I would have... say no I, it'll, be, they, it'll be they the have a lot it'll of juice going for them because of the so. way people were talking about they it they got a lot and, of juice uh, going yeah and the way they did well yeah. at the, jury the, duty the could be I a dark like horse but yeah it's probably those those yeah, yeah, I think the other thing working against Abbott it's Elementary is that they just won it. They just kind of mm-hmm. swept. And it's not like 30 Rock, where it was that show for so, so many years. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. And um, I just haven't heard people talk about Barry as much. But I, when I do hear people talk about it, they are saying that it's a solid show. They still, So they still believe in it. Yeah. But I just don't hear people... You know, I just I don't hear people talking about it the way I hear people talking about the bear. And oddly enough, I don't hear people talking about Barry or Abbott Elementary the way I was hearing people talk about jury duty. But jury duty just wasn't getting a I, I can't really wait to see it. Duty. But I don't people, I don't know yeah. that it got enough attention to really win. I heard but, James um, Marsden on uh, Fresh Air talking about it like he's he was getting like I've got to see it. Yeah, he is a funny guy. Funny. I do like him. He's actually really funny, dude. He was really there was this one movie I saw. Um, <laughs> it was called Um X-Men 2. He was so funny in it because they like said like, "What if we made like Cyclops useless?" Like you know, the leader of the X Men. It was so funny. And then the third one, they killed him in the first ten. Minutes. I thought that was the reference you were gonna make. Yeah, <laughs> it was actually. Uh... Yeah. Last <laughs> I actually I everyone's like X2 is amazing. I'm like no it's not. It's a good Wolverine <laughs> movie. Been complaints in recent more recent years. I think people yeah. who said that X2 was amazing have now gone into the whole it was too much. They made every X-Men movie. Yeah, Wolverine and the fact movie. that they sideline yeah. like they have him like yeah. basically the stupid like he becomes a henchman. Now they did that in Avengers with Hawkeye. 
Which, but they did it in a better way <laughs> because was he was useful movie. at the end. Yeah. And, and he was, was useful. A, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'd have to rewatch those because it's been so long since I've watched them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also love Only Murders in the Building and really enjoyed season two, mm-hmm. but I don't think it gets an, quite enough attention for it to win. Seems like season one got more buzz. Yeah. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I'm looking forward to season three of Only Murders in the Building. But, I mean, I love Martin Short. I love Steve Martin. And I think Selena Gomez is cool. And uh, Sting was in the first season. <laughs> Holy Spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was funny. You know. Did he play Fate from Dune in it? <laughs> <laughs> he wore that same outfit. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, who? So you think it's going to be the bear, Rob? Yeah. Trey, do you have a guess? Hard to say since of this list, the only one I've seen is the bear. Mm-hmm. But um, I didn't hear about it at first. It, but it seems to be a slow, everyone catching up to this show kind of buzz uh-huh. for the bear. Because yeah. uh-huh. I didn't hear about it till Rob mentioned it in a text. Mm. And I don't think you had watched it yet, Jason, until sometime after Rob mentioned it. And then yeah. you all started talking about it more and more. Yeah. And so, so I started binging it. And it's... I I saw stuff about the bear, so I knew about it, but I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, I just didn't know anything. I didn't see a clip or anything of it. I just saw the picture. I was like, yeah, uh, just another show to watch. Yeah, I don't need to jump on that right away. But then friends here started mentioning it, and then Rob mentioned it. So I was like, all right, I'll watch the bear <laughs> and loved it. I love it. That's yeah. my jam. I mean, TJ and Dave's my favorite improv to watch (laughs) and that's yeah you know and i like that grounded nature to things if you look at my instagram you'd be like he likes guitars he likes food and comedy so (laughs) if if, if they throw in a guitar solo in that actually they've had some pretty good music so (laughs) yeah they did have some good they have some good music second season they have last train home first season um i meant i meant to text you all about that when i got to that rob texted me about it when it uh... happened because yeah. that was a great needle drop. It was yeah. it actually, it fit the scene. I texted well. him. I was like, oh my God. Given the way we talked about the bear here and solely focused on it, I think that is probably going to be the winner. Yeah. <laughs> like if yeah, it galvanized this conversation. Than, you've seen more yeah. than just the bear and still focused yeah. on that. Yeah. And I mean, I enjoyed the last season of Barry. It had some great moments. I really liked. Um, yeah, I mean, I like Ab- when I catch Abbott Elementary, I re- always really enjoy it. It's not something we, my wife and I will sometimes just watch episodes together. So I'm yeah. not like, I don't know what's going on necessarily. It's more of, I just want to watch the vice or the principal. <laughs> I just want to watch her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, there it is. There it is. Be back uh, when the Emmys actually air to talk yes. about. I know, yeah, with this strike. Who maybe do you guys have, though? I mean, who who are we, we going to go with? Are we going to go with Oppenheimer or Barbie? Come on. Who are we going with? <laughs> There's nothing that has made me... Like, I've seen stuff where I'm like, okay, Barbie looks kind of funny, but I'm just not feeling it. Yeah, I don't know if I really want to see Oppenheimer because I know the ending. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Apollo 13. <laughs> oh, shit, That's what people was, argued about. God that. damn it, that movie is really good. <laughs> I just want to know how they recreated the atom bomb. They blew a, did a real one, didn't they? That's what I heard, and I'm like, 
Is that worth it, guys? <laughs> like, where did you do this? Did you destroy some place just for a movie that is going to get like $60 million its opening weekend? <laughs> Have you heard Cillian Murphy's accent in the movie yet? No. Nah. No, it's so weird because he's like, I'm going to build a bomb. <laughs> you know what's super funny was in, in regards to Oppenheimer? Justina showed me this TikTok where someone had edited the trailer like it like like people watching the trailer for it in the movie theater and uh, it was like when albert einstein shows up in the Oppenheimer trailer yeah but the sound was the like reactions to the avengers oh <laughs> like people going crazy and people were like let's go <laughs> like, like going nuts like <laughs> Wow. It's so funny. Like reacting that way to Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer, whatever it's pronounced, it's hilarious to me. Yeah. There it is. Bum, the berry bum. and the bear. The berry and the bear. <laughs> Playing the, the berry and the bear. 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 <laughs> the berry and the bear catch repeats on wgn one thing i actually meant to mention was that i saw this funny comment online about succession saying that the show is not a drama it's a british comedy and it made so much sense they're towing the line well follow us on twitter facebook and instagram at there it is pod and subscribe to our youtube channel at there it is and follow me on twitter at jason far jokes and instagram at jason far picks also subscribe to our comedy lifestyle newsletter and support us if you can go to there it is for newsletter and support info links in bio until next time, be good to each other. The music for the theme song was created by Neil Brooks. The rap was written and performed by Nick Acevedo. The logo for There It Is was created by Jeff Prater. The There It Is podcast is produced by Jason Farr. Jason Farr.